The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3,455. This is it. This is the final episode in our series of story breakdowns on Jedi Fallen Order. Not necessarily the last time we'll talk about Jedi Fallen Order, but just as far as going through the story linearly, this is going to be our finale where we are talking about the showdown with Darth Vader and the aftermath of it. Punch it. Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. Thank you so much for joining me for it. So this is it, the final episode in the straight up story breakdown of Jedi Fallen Order. We are talking about what happens when Darth Vader shows up shockingly at the end of this story. Now, I mean, not necessarily shocking anymore four years later, <laughs> I know, but holy cow, when I was watching the story mode, like the cutscenes and whatnot, and you know, hearing Trilla say, you know, I've carried so much hate for you, and then, you know, just seeming like there might be the slight hope of a reconciliation between Seer and Trilla, just that melting, just that first bit of ice melting between them, and then to hear Vader's breathing, oh man, like that was messed up, and Cal saying, oh, this can't be good, and Seer going, it's definitely not, yeah, so Vader, as we mentioned in yesterday's episode, just takes out the Inquisitor, the second sister Trilla, just wham, done. And yep, now it's time to face Vader. So Seer takes off and like does a running leap at Vader with her lightsaber. Vader just flicks her aside and she appears to go flying off into a pit, a fiery pit. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, is that the end of Sir Junda? Like, it's just, it's crazy. It happens so fast, so casually, and Vader's just like, get out of here and done. Now, we know, of course, that Seer does survive this, but again, in the moment, it's just shocking. And Vader looks at Cal and says, you'd be smart to surrender. I'm not, you know, paraphrasing, basically. Like, it would be wise to surrender. And Cal says, yeah, probably. And instead, ignites his lightsaber and stances up. And so, you know, there's a brief little scene where Vader, like, grabs him, force chokes him and says, surrender! Ah! And you get the opportunity as the player to pull down this giant thing from the ceiling, which is going to smash Vader. Vader has to stop and deal with that and kind of flings you away and you have a moment where you are able to escape you like you start going for the blast doors vader tries to smash the blast door so you see it crumple and 
<laughs> with BD, Cal is like going, run! And so he's running away as fast as he can. Vader is just ripping up the place behind you, trying to basically make you fall into, you know, whatever pit of despair lies below all these catwalks that you have <laughs> to run across. But eventually, as, as Cal Kestis, you get to a turbo lift and you see Vader coming toward you and you're like going, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like classic elevator thing, right? And he gets the doors shut. Vader sticks his lightsaber through it, but, you know, not necessarily in time to get Cal at that moment. Cal gets down to the turbo lift and into another corridor to try and find his way out, gets back in touch with Grease and Marin and says, yeah, I'm heading to the surface. Like, get ready for me. I'm sorry, Seer didn't make it. And they're like, oh no, you know. And <laughs> Cal's like, you know, I think I lost Vader, but then pops open a door. Surprise, it's Vader again. And oh yeah, just how fearsome Vader is. There's a moment where they have lightsabers locked and you're able to send BD-1 after Vader, who gives him a really good neck shock, which is very satisfying. But then Vader snatches up BD-1 and at that moment I was like, please don't let him destroy BD-1. Like that I think would have been a bridge too far in this game. And thankfully he does not. He just damages him. Cal attacks in a timely manner enough so that BD-1 is only like lightly damaged Vader, you know, swats him away. They have a brief like, give me the holocron. I'm not giving you the holocron, we'll see. And then Cal had been trying to recall his lightsaber, Vader froze it in place and then turns it on, rotates it and stabs Cal with his own lightsaber using the force, which is like, oh no. Everything looks hopeless at this point. And then suddenly you see a double-bladed lightsaber flying at the back of Vader's head that he has to be like, oh, wait a second. Turns out Seer is not dead. She comes back and fights Vader on Cal's behalf while he is still recovering from his wound. But to stop Vader's progress toward them, she taps into the dark side of the Force, and she does it well enough that she drops Vader to his knees. I mean, it's impressive. And... Vader himself is impressed and he's like, oh, like there's a lot of hatred here. This is cool. You would have made an excellent Inquisitor. Isn't that awesome? And Cal is going, no, not the dark side. And Vader's going, yeah, the dark side, let's go. And so Vader gets up and starts like moving toward them. And Cal is yelling at Seer and saying like, you have a choice, you have a choice. And he gets through to Seer so there's a moment of like, you know, what am I doing? And Vader's about to strike when, you know, her dark side stuff lets up. And she manages to put up basically what appears to be a force shield to prevent Vader's blow from striking her, from striking Cal, like a couple of times. Like it looks like basically a force field, so I'll say a force shield, if you will. And while she is protecting them from Vader's lightsaber strikes, Cal destroys the windows in this corridor and floods the joint. And so he's able to like grab Seer and get out of the corridor and up into the water, start swimming up to the surface. Meanwhile, Vader is stuck in that corridor trying to hold the water back and that's the last we see of him. They're you know, swimming up, they're swimming up. Cal has given his little rebreather, his Jedi rebreather thing to Seer who is passed out at this point. And Cal can't quite make it up to the surface. Like he starts to fade. And that's when we see Marin jumping into the water. Um, I saw some description saying that she teleports in. It looked like she just swam in, but you know, be that as it may. 
she comes to the rescue and then Cal wakes up on the deck of the Mantis some undetermined amount of time later when they are also probably away from the Fortress Inquisitorius. At this point, they don't necessarily say, they don't show us, but, you know, safe to say. So there's an epilogue that happens here where Cal is very thankful to Marin and... Sears says, hey, Grease, your contract has been fulfilled, so you're all set, thank you very much. And Grease says, yeah, you know, well, where do you need to go next? Like, we might as well stick together for the time being. And besides, the kid looks up to me, Cal does, which is funny, right? When it is really kind of the other way around. At one point, like early on in this mission, Cal says, like, what do you think the odds of this working... <laughs> are to Grease. Funny to ask Gambler that. And Grease says, yeah, my money's on you, kid. So anyway, they have one last conversation about the Holocron. They pop it open. They see all of the, you know, the mappings of where these various Force-sensitive children would be. And ultimately, Cal says their destiny should be decided by the Force. And so he lights his lightsaber up, destroys the Holocron. So yeah, they'd been setting up that finale for a couple of missions previous. And once that's done, Cal says, all right, where are we going next? And that is how the story of Jedi Fallen Order ends. And that is how our story breakdown ends here on the podcast, but it isn't necessarily the last time we're talking about Jedi Fallen Order because there's other stuff to to wrap up with it overall. We're going to be doing a final review and we're also going to be talking about links to the Ahsoka series, which as I've been reading up on Jedi Fallen Order stuff, there's some crazy stuff going on connecting it with the Ahsoka series potentially. And oh yeah, well, we'll get into that. Don't worry. (laughs) But for now, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you have enjoyed this story breakdown of Jedi Fallen Order, if you enjoy the podcast in general, and you're not yet a subscriber, I hope you will consider hitting the follow button, hitting the subscribe button, whatever app you're using, however they call it. Please consider doing that. And also please consider sharing a rating or review as the app offers it to you. It really helps more people find the show. And what also helps is you sharing it with friends and family who love Star Wars. If you would consider doing any of those things, I would greatly appreciate it. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.